It's time for the 8-Minute Devotion. The 8-Minute Devotion is a daily message that fills you with hope and encouragement from the Word of God. Here's your host, Pastor Cameron Walcott. Well, hello, friends, and welcome back to the 8-Minute Devotion. This is our Thursday episode, and I'm so glad that you have chosen to join us, so glad that you are with us here today. You know, this is our Thursday episode. Yesterday actually was Valentine's Day, and uh, I forgot to say that. I don't know. Am I supposed to say Happy Valentine's Day? But a day late, Happy Valentine's Day to my bride, the lovely and talented Delia. And uh, yeah, we, we rejoice in the love of God, the love that God has shown for us in sending Jesus to die for us while we we're still sinners. And that's part of our theme today, that we are counted righteous in Christ. We are looking at the amazing righteousness of God, which comes to us not through what we do, not through what we accomplish, but we are counted righteous through faith in what Jesus has done. We are counted righteous based on the work of Jesus. Romans 4, 23 through 25, our theme, counted righteous in Christ. It says this, Now it was not written for his sake alone that it was imputed to him, but also for us. It shall be imputed to us who believe in him, who raised up our Lord Jesus from the dead, who was delivered up because of our offenses, and was raised because of our justification. This passage says it wasn't just for Abraham's sake that they wrote down uh, it, it was counted to him for righteousness. It wasn't just for Abraham, but it was also for us. There was some lesson that God was using Abraham's life to teach us. There was something God was teaching us. So it also was for us that something would be imputed to us who believe. If we believe in Jesus, if we believe God raised him from the dead, if we believe God delivered him, from the dead, if we believe God raised him for our justification, something is counted or imputed to us. You see, in verse 24, it says, it shall be imputed to us who believe in him. Now, we see this word imputed, I-M-P-U-T-E-D, imputed. We see this word over and over in the book of Romans. And that word may confuse you. You may ask, well, what does that word mean? That's not a word we use in everyday language. It's not a word we use in everyday English. What does imputed mean? Or the other, the noun form of it, what does imputation mean? It's really one of the big words in Romans that you need to know. You know, there are several big words in Romans that help explain our salvation. Propitiation, imputation, justification, sanctification, atonement. Uh, all of these words give insights into what God has done for us in salvation. Now, you don't need to know those words to be saved. You don't need to be able to define them. You definitely don't need to be able to spell them. There's no spelling bee to get into heaven. You don't need to know... You don't have to know those words, but yet, I think as students of God's Word and as people who want to know the Word of God and as people who want to know more about our faith, it's 100% good and healthy for us to know these words because they give us insight into what happened at the cross. They give us theological insight into the very real way that God saved us and God worked for us on the cross. So you don't need to use these words when you share the gospel, when you talk to unbelievers. But as Christians, I do think we should learn as much as God gives us the ability, as much as God has given us the brains and the understanding, we should learn what these concepts mean. So what does it mean that it was imputed to us? What Jesus did on the cross was imputed to us who believe. 
Well, imputation is the transfer of benefit or harm from one person to another. It reckons something to another person. What does that mean? Well, basically, imputation is a transfer. What we didn't do gets credited to us as though we did it, whether good or bad. You know, my father was a, was a good man. He he passed just over two years ago, and uh, uh, but he was a, a good man. He was a, a wonderful example for me. And you know, there are certain places I go where people know my dad, and before I even go, before they get to know me, they assume certain things about me based on the kind of person that my father was. And sort of his good character, his good nature gets imputed to me. It gets credited to me before I ever even do the good thing. And of course, conversely, if you know some, if you're closely associated with someone who's bad, someone who has done harm, their bad character, their bad deeds sort of get imputed to you. And people will look down on you in a certain way. Even if you haven't done anything, you start off in a deficit because of what that other person has done. There can be a negative imputation. So basically, imputation is a transfer. What we didn't do gets credited to us as though we did it, whether good or bad. How does this work when it comes to righteousness? We're going to go a little deeper into this tomorrow, but the sin of Adam that we did not commit gets imputed to each one of us. We are all sinners before we even sin. The moment we're born, we're born with a sinful nature. That sin of Adam is imputed to us. We might say, that's not fair. But be careful, because if you say that, then it also wouldn't be fair that Christ's righteousness gets imputed to us. You see, we could have sinned on our own without Adam's help. Ultimately, we all would have sinned with or without Adam's help. We could have sinned on our own, but we never could have been righteous without Christ. And imputation, in its greatest sense, is when the righteousness of Christ gets counted to us. You see, the moment I believe in Jesus, the moment I believe in what Jesus did on the cross, the moment I believe that he's the Son of God, he's raised from the dead, the, the righteousness of Jesus gets credited to sinful me. And when God looks at me, he doesn't see sinful Cameron. He doesn't see my flaws. He doesn't see my bad deeds. When, he, when I have faith in Jesus, when I have faith in what Christ did, when God looks at me, he sees the righteousness of Jesus. He sees his son's perfect life. And the good that I did not do gets credited to me as though I did do it. Imputation is the righteousness of Jesus being counted to us. So you see, we are so blessed to have this principle. We all could have sinned on our own without Adam's help, but we never could have been righteous without Christ. So we are so blessed that God looks at us and he imputes the righteousness of Christ to us. Just as Adam's sin was imputed to me, now the righteousness of Jesus is imputed to me. His righteousness is counted towards me before I even do a righteous deed. And God does want me to do righteous deeds, but before I even do one truly righteous deed, God counts me as righteous because I believe in Jesus, because I believe in what Jesus did. God counts it to me. He credits it to my account. He calls me righteous. Thank you, Jesus, that you lived a perfect life so that through faith in you, I am counted righteous as well. That's imputation. More on this tomorrow. We're going to look deeper at what Adam did and what Christ did. You don't want to miss it. Only on...
the 8-Minute Devotion. Thank you for listening to the 8-Minute Devotion. Please subscribe, rate, and review the podcast wherever you listen to or watch it. And email us at the8minutedevotion at gmail.com with any questions or comments. May God bless you.